And that's it. That's it, baby. That is the way that that goes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's with a heavy heart that I join you today, buddy. Yeah, because this is it. This is the last episode. This is the final episode. Yeah. What? What's with all the pep in your voice? Well, I've had a lot of caffeine, and oh, it's yeah? uh, it's a you know it's a big day. It's a momentous occasion. It's 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 fine. It's WWTP Fantasy Draft Day. I mean, that's exciting. It is exciting. Sh- sure. Yeah. All right. What? A heavy heart. What, what? How many times do you want me to say it? <laughs> At least twice. Heavy heart. Okay, that's three. I'm good now. HH. <laughs> is it with the heaviest of hearts? No, no. I've had heavier hearts. Oh, okay. Good. Well, that's For good. sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. This is... this is Yeah. This is a bunch of fucking nonsense. That's right. <laughs> it's just not that I've heavy. had actual tra- tragedy. Right. This is not that heavy. In Tragedy has befallen me <laughs> several were, times. If you were measuring this in heaviness, it would probably like come out in troy ounces. Troy ounces it, is very, what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah very, yeah. very light yeah. in terms of its weight. We don't even need to involve actual ounces. No. Yeah. No, just troy. Well, that's good because that's not really my purview, is it? <laughs> Regular ounces. Now I don't deal in it. No, you don't, troy. You don't. Wouldn't. Couldn't. <laughs> Never will. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Troy. <laughs> Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> Good to have him checking in. <laughs> Just one last well, time. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe everyone will come, come give us a good what's happening. <laughs> ha- happy last show. <laughs> maybe they will. It's possible. It's possible. A little, uh, little roll call. That would be fun. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Intern roll call. <laughs> That would have been cute. Yeah, I note the tense you use there. Yeah, I mean, well, because they're interns. W- would sh- have been. We shouldn't cute. give them that much attention. They're only interns. See, this you and I, we've always felt differently about the interns. I mean, you know, they're, they're transients. I- <laughs> they come, they go, you know, it's no big deal. I mean, Troy's been with us for quite some time now. Yeah, but he's not staying. <laughs> So I've been told. You tell him he's leaving. (laughs) I'm not telling him. (laughs) How do you fire a guy like Troy? (laughs) You take him to the pub, you buy him a pint, and you explain to him that, you know, we just don't need his services anymore. He would just say unemployment is not in his purview, isn't it? (laughs) It's different because we've never really needed his services to begin with. So I, I don't know what, you know, it's not really a firing. It's more like, you know. I would say a scant few times we've called on Troy. A scant few. To, to provide his expertise. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember us ever getting it, though. <laughs> Whatever it is, is not in his purview. It just simply it was, isn't. It was often things outside his purview. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's in his defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would have liked to have helped us, but he's got a purview. <laughs> yeah, you got to stick to that. Damn it, he sticks to it. That's yeah, right. For sure. All right. So HH over here, yeah. Zumbo. Yeah, that's right. Zumbo's got the heavy heart. He does. You're all jazzed up on ca- on caffeine and yeah. blue raspberry bullshit. That's right. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we just had, we, and this is the last ever episode. Of Glengarry of Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite podcast. That's right. Your source. <laughs> <laughs> for how to fire interns a uh, better way to know what is and is not in your purview 
We still can't even do that right. I mean, it's the last episode. We can't what do you even mean? Do, we I mean, that was, it. that was good. That was smooth the way you threw it in there. But I mean, Flawless. You know. Flawless. Fantastic. And yet you want to criticize. <laughs> well, that's just within my purview, isn't it? <laughs> that is the truth. You know what's not in your purview is texting back in a timely fashion. <laughs> Are we moving into the bones to pick segment now? Is that what this is? This is a bone I have to okay. pick, yes. <laughs> All right. Letter rip. Well, well, I think I said it all when I said it. You know? That's all. You just don't text. You don't you don't have the respect uh that uh, that you would give a friend. You don't you just don't have it. Well, and is, I I accept that about you. Oh, that's That's not true. That's not true. You text just to for the people. You go text ahead. me, "Hey, when do you want to go today?" Yeah. I immediately text back. Within 10 seconds, I'm texting back. I was thinking, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, uh, what, like two hours later? <laughs> was it an hour later? How long was it? I don't know. Probably not even an hour. But I will, I will look at the times and I will the give you an exact The point is, you ask a question and then you put your phone away for an hour? Yeah, it was about an hour, I would say. <laughs> yeah. You ask a question. Right. There, you can see with the little ellipsible thing and then the iPhone that I'm texting back. You can see that if you just held your horses. I didn't see it. I texted. I put my <laughs> phone away. I did what I had to do. That, that, and that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? Well, just wait for the answer. Well, sometimes people aren't available to give you the answer. And I don't... But I, how often is that true in my case? I don't know. I don't, I don't measure it. I'm not sitting around like, you know... Well, I've earned the right for you to wait a second for a response. <laughs> you asked the question, who should be waiting for the response? You or me? Well, I mean, I, I, the thing is, I, I respect your time, and I'm not going to sit here on the other end looking at my text waiting for you to respond. I mean, you're, you're a grown-up. You'll respond when you're ready. It's thoughtless. <laughs> it's thoughtless and rude. <laughs> But isn't that what texting is about? Like you send the text and then the person gets back to you when they get back to you. It's uh, I don't know. I For me, and I, again, this might, I, I hear what you're saying. You're painting me with this brush that maybe the flaw is mine. I, get, I hear you. And maybe it is. Maybe I just want too much respect. Maybe I haven't earned the respect. But when I say, is this time good? And then I'm waiting. Right. That you did that to me. <laughs> right. You... You are you you say you're respecting my time, but you're not. You're uh -huh. doing the opposite. <laughs> the way I see it, I understand. I understand. I do the way I break it down. I know. And in and in your response to me, you said something about imagining that I was like just holding my phone the whole time <laughs> between all these texts, like standing there looking at it, which I wasn't doing. I was I was walking. I was enjoying the day with my dog and my <laughs> wife. I'm outside. I'm enjoying the fresh air. I'm looking at the trees. The beautiful. You know, just, the birdies are singing, the squirrels are running. I mean, what am no, I to do? And I want, I want you to enjoy all that. I Just let's see the whole situation through to the end, and then enjoyment for everyone. <laughs> then you can enjoy, I can enjoy, we can all enjoy. <laughs> if we just follow it through. <laughs> let's just follow it all the way through to the end. <laughs> what if I was like, I have to go now or I can't go today? It's a real problem. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, then that would have been, you know, it would have been, it would have been we not had great, to deal right? with. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> but you, that would have been on you cause you could have, should have texted me before <laughs> then to tell me that you had to go right then. And not, not now that's absolutely true. But yeah. I'm saying if you had caught me in the midst of an emergency of some kind, then I would have been like, okay, let's do it another time. 
Yeah, I know. Everything's everything's fuck. You're sitting on top of your desk. Everything's fine. <laughs> everything everything would have been fine, except I was waiting for an hour for you to respond, and that's not fine. <laughs> but but okay, bone picked. Good, good. Thoroughly picked. Picked picked it up. Right, picked it right out. Cleaned it off. Right. <laughs> it's picked as a bone has ever been. It's so clean. <laughs> There's not a, an ounce of meat on that bone. Not even a There's troy ounce on of that meat bone. on that bone. That's right. No. Good. Oh, I'm so glad. I feel so much better. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I do. I feel great. Maybe next time I text, you'll think, eh, let me get back to this. I will. I will. <laughs> and if you text me with a, with a question or something you need to know right away, I'll let you know. My man. <laughs> and I'm sorry if you felt I wasn't respecting your time because it wasn't that at all. But I apologize. <laughs> I, you know, I just would bated breath. I just kept checking and checking and checking. <laughs> Has he gotten back to me yet? When will he get back to me? Is something wrong with my phone? Is the internet down? <laughs> How's my Wi-Fi? What, could this be my issue? I'm sure you're not the only one who, who sits and waits with bated breath to hear from me. I'm sure that <laughs> sure. this is a phenomenon no, sure. yeah. thousands of people are struggling with. You know, the, the listeners right now have been waiting an entire week without hearing from me. Yes. So, you know, I understand. They're waiting to give you their attention. That's right. That's right. Are they going <laughs> to give it to me? Are you man enough to take it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I understand. And I'm sure all the, all the listeners certainly empathize with you. Well, thank you, buddy. I, I feel heard and understood. <laughs> Good. And that's great. Fantastic. Yeah. This is the last episode, buddy. It is. It surely is. This is crazy. Why? I, I mean, I'm going to be stumbling and bumbling and fumbling. Okay. All over the place, because it's the last one. Okay. You can stumble yeah. and bumble. You're, you're, <laughs> do whatever I mean, you need to do, my man. It doesn't seem to bother you at all. No. No. <laughs> no. This, this is all a bunch of bullshit. I mean, I don't care what happens. <laughs> well, I got a few things in lieu of a numerology segment. Yeah. I got a few famous lasts. Oh, that'll be fun. And I think that this, I think our, the last episode of our nonsense will slide right into this list somewhere. Oh, fantastic. Like we got, like there's a lot of, a lot of important shit happened here. All right. Well, let's, let's have it. And the last episode of this podcast is is nothing to shake a stick at. You know what I'm saying? I do. I don't even have a stick to shake. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? But yeah, on your walk in the fucking nature reserve, you pick up a stick while I'm waiting for a response. (laughs) Then you'll have a stick. (laughs) So we have a few lasts here that I'm going to get through. A few famous lasts. Okay, this is fun. The last U.S. mutiny hanging. (laughs) (laughs) The last U.S. naval man hanged for mutiny was a midshipman by the name of Philip Spencer. This was in 1842. The son of Secretary of War John C. Spencer. Whoa. That must have been an uncomfortable Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, but this midshipman, Phil, Phil Spencer, he had schemed with two others to turn his ship to piracy. That's crazy. So they hanged him. Wow. Right? Yeah, that's amazing. Hey, uh, hey, Jimmy. <laughs> you ever think about being a pirate? <laughs> Arg, you know I have, matey. <laughs> Let's do it, says I. <laughs> I knew you would have wanted to ask because of a parrot on your shoulder. <laughs> I just thought I'd take a shot at it. I happen to have an extra eye patch here for you, my man. Take it, yar, yar. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
I love a double eye patch situation. <laughs> you never see two guys with eye patches. It's always just the one. That's true. But you would think Arr, you too, huh? <laughs> you would think if they if they each had one and it was on the opposite eye, then they could like put their heads together and have some depth perception. Like if they put their their two eyes, the two good That's eyes, right. right next to each other. If we could just get those brains communicating, exactly, they'd have a depth perception to, to beat the band. <laughs> <laughs> and they could have peg legs, and they could have hooks for hands, and all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, and if they had uh, opposite pe- pegging legs, they could join a three-legged race, no problem. That's exactly right. They don't even have right? to put their foot in a sack. Just strap those two pegs together. <laughs> You're golden, <laughs> right? And yeah. They know lots of knots. They're they're you know they're on the high seas. That would be so much fun. I don't know why he got hanged for this. I mean, this, this is clearly <laughs> better than being in the goddamn navy. Yeah, and I wonder how Papa John C. Spencer felt about it all. Oh my gosh, that's the ultimate mutiny, right? So not right. only was it a mutiny against his own captain and his ship, but against his own father. You're right. You're so right. Right. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if, like, as a kid. He was playing with like pirate toys, and Dad was like, "Ah, ah, 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 no, 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 get those out of here! You're not going on the Pirates of the Caribbean. I know what that leads to." Yeah, totally. If that was a thing in 1842, I'm sure it was. Well, I mean, you're right. They did have pirates, and there was a Caribbean. They didn't have true. They didn't have a ride. They had the actual Pirates of the Caribbean. An actual pirate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I, apparently piracy is the way to go if you if you're seaworthy in any in any way. Is shape that or right? Form. I mean, everybody does it, huh. and I, apparently, it's very hard to prosecute piracy. I've, I just heard that recently. Interesting, because of all the like so, international waters. Yeah, stuff. all the all the stuff where lots of stuff is legal. Plus, you know, if there's a if there's a loss of evidence, if there if you sink the ship that you pirate, there's no you know there's very little proof. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's hard to it's hard to try these people. I think Philip Spencer was onto something. <laughs> <laughs> Had he not been hanged, and hanging, can we talk about hanging for a second? I mean, of course. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> they um, you know, they don't do that anymore to people. The the hanging. Yeah, but we we're, we're perfectly fine electrocuting people to death <laughs> like what how is that any different i don't understand i i don't know but i think i'd rather i know they're both shitty yeah but i think i'd rather be electrocuted quite frankly you think so i do yeah you think i mean i the, there are stories of guys hanging in the gallows alive for hours yes that's true i mean fuck that yeah yeah but i mean anybody who's seen the green mile knows what happens when somebody puts a dry sponge under that hat or whatever that's right you know that I mean? can get so, real bad too yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah i don't know I, I would just want it to be quick you know whatever it is right yeah, yeah. they both have the potential to go sideways yeah the hanging sounds good <laughs> which is odd when you're talking about a murder <laughs> <laughs> the hanging sounds good because it's like you know you snap your neck you're dead that's it it's really fast right it can be yeah if it goes properly exactly yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, they both have that same thing where you got to set everything up just right in order to you got to get the weight right with the hanging and you got to yeah, get the yeah. electricity right with the burning and, and all that stuff. And if you don't get that shock load right, you know, you're hanging there suffering, suffocating in immense pain. Yeah, terrible. For a super long time. Yeah, just awful. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. If your neck doesn't snap, then you have to hang there and wait until you suffocate to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's not good. Yeah, and that hemp rope is itchy as fuck. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. You're sitting there struggling to breathe, scratching at your neck. Scratching at your neck. <laughs> oh, God damn, this is uncomfortable. Could somebody please <laughs> get this rope off my neck? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind the suffocation. It's the itching I don't like. It's the itching. <laughs> that's, where, that's where it all goes wrong. That's right. Absolutely. Wow. Well, uh, we got our last U.S. soldier executed for desertion. Oh, wow. Okay. This is good. Private Eddie Slovic. Uh-huh. Tried by court-martial and sentenced to death for desertion during World War II. Wow, that's recent. Shot by his own unit. Wow. Yeah. The 28th Infantry Division took justice into their own hands. Nice. This was in a small town in northeast France. And apparently this happened a bunch during World War II. There were 70 or so U.S. executions by firing squad within their own unit. Oh, my God. But uh, Slovics was the only one ever for desertion. Wow. The rest were apparently for rape and murder. Oh, great. So, <laughs> I mean, at least we some somebody was policing that. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, those you can almost forgive, right? Because it's like, you know, if some guy's going around raping the, the locals, we can't have that. We got to... Oh, you're saying... You're not saying we can forgive the rape and murder. No, I'm you're saying... You're saying we can forgive the execution. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah, somebody's going around raping the villagers. We got to take care of that. We got to put a, yeah. put the... Put the kibosh on that nonsense yeah yeah they did and they didn't they wasted their time but slovic deserted and was like found within the hour he's not very good at that and put down <laughs> i mean can you how would how would you be at deserting i don't know probably not good at it i mean i guess he i mean he had no chance if it's got, if it's got peanut butter in it you're all about it. <laughs> or if it's via text like if i could be like <laughs> I'll be like, hold on a sec, and then I just ghost, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you'll never find me. Yeah, you'd be very good at that. <laughs> it's true. I was You had deserted me for an hour earlier today. And you I had no idea what was happening. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. true. I was but I guess, at a loss. <laughs> I guess poor Slovak was stuck in his uniform, like in his GI outfit, and he had, you know, he's going to be very noticeable roaming around France in an American war uniform. Poor, poor Eddie Slovak. Unless he could find somebody... I don't know. And then who do you find? Like, the French aren't going to help you, right? They're like, no, we need you guys fighting the Nazis. We don't need no cowardly deserters around here. Yeah, I don't imagine they'd be cool with it either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think he yeah. would find much help among the, amongst the locals. Yeah, you're right. He was, he, was a, he was a man on an island. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one, nowhere to turn. Yeah. I mean, maybe a goodly shopkeeper of some kind. Perhaps. <laughs> You know? Yeah, it takes pity on him just for being, you know... Uh, yeah. Like if uh, if uh, Eddie Slovak comes to your door, let's say you uh, have a sundry shop, <laughs> right? Let's say you have that. You're the proprietor. Okay. You're proud. You're in your apron. Okay. Here comes Eddie Slovak. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Billy, I can't take it. I can't kill another person. It's, it's not in me. I never asked for this. Right, right. You might say, there's a cot upstairs, Eddie. Take a load off while your troop moves through. Yeah, I think I totally would. You would, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but mostly he was out of luck. Yeah, well, I mean, in an hour, you know, that's... <laughs> I mean, he didn't... I don't know what, what he... I, I don't know how he did that. They, don't, you know, they found him within the hour. I mean, that's 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 terrible. Like, Yeah, I feel like maybe he, he like, uh, sent out a tweet or something. Right, or he left a note, like, dear Guys, fellas. I'm deserting. Just wanted to let you know. Right. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. <laughs> if if you need me, I'll be at the rest. 
Yeah. Anybody needs me, I'm deserting at the rest. I'm deserting. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say when I, whenever I leave work from now on. I'm deserting. That's a good one. I like the, the one in, um, in No Country for Old Men where he says, I'm going to quit the building. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love that. Quit That's the building great. is pretty good. That's fantastic. <laughs> you want me to tell her you quit the building? I think you're better off. I love that. Yeah, it's a good one. We got the last married pope. Oh, wow. Didn't even know there was a married pope. I didn't know that either. Now we got a last one. How about that? So there were more than one. Apparently. Wow. Uh, Adrian II, Pope uh, 867 to 872. It's not clear whether that was B.C. or A.D. I think it's A.D. I don't think we we didn't have popes. There weren't many popes before the Christ, right? That's right, yeah. Maybe one or two. (laughs) But everyone was like, what the fuck are you even talking about? (laughs) Adrian II was the last married Catholic pope. He was actually married before becoming Pope. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's the only way it could happen, right? That's right. Uh, He refused to adopt celibacy or give up his wife when he ascended to the papal throne. Good for him. Yeah, Adrian. His his wife, meanwhile, was like, Adrian! (laughs) When he ascended to the papal throne. (laughs) You did it! (laughs) That's Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pope he, he took over Talia Shire. <laughs> he, he took over for Pope Apollo the First. <laughs> <laughs> Who was aided by Cardinal Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was he was succeeded by Pope Clubber Lang the Clubber third. Lang, of course, my favorite Pope of all time. <laughs> <laughs> hey woman. <laughs> hey woman. Hey congregation. <laughs> Hey, congregation. <laughs> that's good stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. We got the dodo, buddy. The dodo? The dodo. Double doe. The last dodo died in 1681. Are you kidding? Uh-huh. That's a lot l- longer ago than I thought it would be. You thought the dodo was... I think it just became a phrase, you know, go the way of the dodo. Right. And then the phrase became ubiquitous, so it seems very... Very contemporary. Yeah, the 1600s. I was also shocked by the date. Yeah, that's amazing. Because like I would shock a spare. Yeah, could have been watching the, the last dodo. That's right. Because right? it's almost like you don't think about extinct species going back that far, right? You just think they were all fine until like the industrial revolution and stuff. Right. Or we it was just so we had no way to track species then. Right. Like we do now. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Totally. That's crazy. It is crazy. Sixteen eighty one, Dodo. Uh, that's a, don't, it's a shame that there's like species, and especially right now, there's so many species that are dying out right now and going extinct right now. That it's true. People, kids today won't even ever know of. You know what I mean? They'll be gone the way of the dodo. And yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of those already. That yeah. way, you know, kids earlier in this, not this century, but the previous century, you know, they grew up knowing all about, and we have no clue about. Yeah, they're gone now. Yep. Crazy. Terrible. You know what else is gone? What? Most of the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've gone extinct, too, for the most part. Practically, yeah. yeah. Their last concert, their final concert, was at Candlestick Park in San Francisco, August 29th, 1966. Wow. 
Which is funny because they were they remained a band for another four years. They just never played any live shows. Right. We're not we're not counting the rooftop concert in sixty. I think that was the that was the last last right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The impromptu rooftop concert. Right. Um, the last song they ever played together in concert, I guess, at the San Francisco Candlestick Park, which was apparently a nightmare. They couldn't hear themselves. Right. Right. The screaming. It was a it's just it's a terrible terrible sounding concert. Right. But the last song they played was Long Tall Sally. How about that? How about it indeed? Because their library in 66, think about that. It was before Sgt. Pepper. Right. It was before a lot of their great work. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. they were doing the, you know, I want to hold your hands and all that kind of stuff at that yeah. point, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of their pop, pop rock stuff. Yeah, and a lot of covers of like classic blues and soul numbers probably. And Elvis, Elvis and songs Elvis, and yeah, yeah. whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Beatles recorded their very last song together in 1970, and that was I, Me, Mine. Oh, I love that song. You do? I do. You don't like it? Do you love it all through the day? I do, <laughs> I do love it. I, I mean, it's fine. It's not It's not nowhere near my favorite Beatles songs. Yeah, I'd agree but, with that. Yeah, I just it's kind of schizophrenic because it's like, all through the day. <laughs> and then it's like, I, Me, Me, Mine. <laughs> right. Like, what is going on? <laughs> That was and it was a George number, right? That's a George number. Isn't I it? believe it was. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. So I, I love that it's kind of like in a. It's like a waltzy. You know, it's got that that double thing going on. It's like a little waltzy thing. At it first. definitely is a waltzy thing at t- at the top. And then there's the screaming. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. Like I said, it's not. It's just not one of my faves. I hear you. And I like the I like the t- the message too. The, this about selfishness that you know George is lamenting. <laughs> George is lamenting well, yeah. all the selfishness around him. Yeah. Yeah. Harrison never got back to people's texts either. Yeah, he was probably like, you know, <laughs> that's all I get is people asking me for things on texting. They're texting me all day. Oh, give me this, give me that, tell me this, tell me that. Ah, oh, enough already. I'm writing a song. Yeah. I mean, you got the you, you do get the sense that most of them were just they they couldn't handle the constant attention. Oh, I don't know anyone who could. I mean, they, they Paul's were Paul's the only so... one that never seemed completely thrown by it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone every every one of them like, I remember when Ringo was like, no more autographs. <laughs> and then he was like, peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. And that's all, that was it. He, like, he went crazy <laughs> having to tell people that he wasn't going to sign stuff anymore. I mean, it's got to be, it really does have to mess you up to, to have to be like that on all the time. That level of, yeah. Yeah, that level of fame has got to be insane. Well, buddy, now we have a landmark television event. Ooh, that sounds fun. Oh, I think does I know it? what it is. I think I know what it is. Do you? I think I do. Do you want to throw out a guess? I do. Okay. The last episode of MASH. The last episode of MASH. Hey, how about that? That's great. Oh, you did a little Shelly laugh there and everything. (laughs) (laughs) It was broadcast on February 28th, 1983. Remember it well. Um, Yeah. We, my whole family and the neighbors were all huddled around our television set watching it. Oh, that's amazing. This episode was titled, do you remember the title? No, I do not. By chance? It was titled Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen. Ah. And it was great. I remember it being great. I remember watching it. I don't remember much about it, I have to say. I remember thinking like, oh, Hawkeye has lost his mind. Remember that was like the big, the, the sort of the big thing was how how war had taken its toll on Benjamin Franklin Pierce. Yeah, yeah. And that had been going on for a while. This is a real heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah, but he was having like hallucinations in that final episode. It was crazy. Yeah, I don't remember that. Interesting. Crazy. 
I remember I remember it being heartwarming, and cr- I remember crying at the end of it and all that. Kind also, of stuff, that you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great show. Mash was a great show. They nailed it. They did. They did. <laughs> Very different from the movie, which I also love, the Robert Altman film. Yeah, I mean, if you had, if it, yeah, the movie as a jumping off point, it's great. Uh, but I'll take the TV show all day over the movie. Yeah, yeah, I like them both. I mean, I, they're very different, so I think you can yeah. kind of like it's easy to to jump back and forth. Yeah, I'm saying you got to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Gould, Elliot, very good in that. As he I was very good. Yeah, he and Donald Sutherland play mm-hmm, Trapper mm-hmm. and uh, BJ, or no, Trapper BJ. and uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, right? Yeah, yeah. Sally Kellerman is Hot Lips. <laughs> oh, right, Kellerman. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Our, sure. our friend Robert Duvall, of course, <laughs> plays uh, Frank. That's right. What's his face? That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a phenomenal film. I mean, it really is. It's it it had a different tone, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a, I preferred the sort of uh, the, I guess, the walking the line, the serio comedy of the of the TV show, right? More than. Slightly more than the movie. Yeah, there's a. There's, I know you haven't watched Futurama, but there's a great bit in Futurama where they have robots. Uh, they have like a mash type show with robots, and this one robot's got a dial on his chest, and he's like the Alan Alda character, and he says, "This isn't a war; it's a moita." And then he takes the knob on his chest and he turns it to Maudlin from comedy, and he says, "This isn't a war; it's a murder." That's great. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, it totally encapsulates his match like perfectly. Yeah. That's good great. stuff, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is what that you had to be ready for anything. You did. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's a great show. Great show, Shell. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a little tidbit about Marilyn Monroe, the great Marilyn Monroe. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. The last line ever spoken by Marilyn Monroe on the silver screen was, quote, how do you find your way back in the dark? Oh. This line is from the 1961 film, The Misfits. Oh, sure, The Misfits. Starring Mr. Clark Gable. That's right, yeah. Marilyn died the next year. Oh. Yeah. She was great. I love Marilyn Monroe. I mean, what's not to love? Right? You're right? Yeah, she was uh, actually a really good actress. No, she was. Yeah. yeah really yeah. good. Really good. And really walked a line between being a bright, effervescent uh, performer and also being a, a woman of some uh, consequence. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Tough to do in, in that era. Oh, my God. And and her screen persona, you know, displays that perfectly. You know, she sure. when the camera was on, she played the bubbly, you know, vivacious lady that everyone expected her to be. That's right. But she wasn't that behind the scenes. You know, she was much more than that. Yeah. They say they say she lived her life like a candle in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back from the darkness with that candle lighting the way. With the, how do you, how do you find your way back in the dark? I love it. Yeah. Um the final bare knuckle fight. Buddy. Oh, all right. I like this. This is I uh I I suggest everyone look this up. This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> the last bare knuckle fight took place in 1889 between John L. Sully Sullivan and Jake Kilrain. Wow. This fight went 75 rounds. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, they're poor knuckles. (laughs) 
<laughs> it must have been really bare after that. So this is when bare knuckle boxing was being deemed illegal state by state. You know, the boxing commission was saying like, well, in this state, we could still maybe get away with it. <laughs> right, right. But uh, so at this point, this was the last one and it had already been deemed illegal in 38 states uh, and, and just amassing more and more states all the time. Um, but in Richburg, Mississippi, oh uh, sure, one sweltering morning, <laughs> three thousand people came from all over the United States in the raging heat to uh, witness the final bare knuckle fight. Hey man, um, the decision went to Sully, <laughs> who famously it threw up twice. After the 38th round. Oh, my God. Because amongst the water and tea that they were being given corner side, Sully was also being given whiskey. (laughs) So a liquored up John L. Sully Sullivan in the 38th fucking round in apparently 110 degree heat was just vomiting and then heading back into the ring to fight bare knuckle style. And and that was only halfway through the fight. Halfway through. That's, Not even halfway through. Right. That's crazy. It's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. And and I'll mention bare knuckle fighting, uh the, the the laws allowed grabbing, twisting, squeezing, punching, pushing, shoving, kicking, tripping, like you name it. Wow. It was all it was all up up it was ready. You could have it. Hey man, we love our barbarism. <laughs> you can't get away from it. We just love it. Come from miles around to see it. It reminds me of today's, you know, ultimate fighting. Like boxing. It's a lot like that. Boxing yeah. wasn't violent enough. We had to no. have something where you got kicked in the head and blood spewed out and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, we gotta see some blood up in there. That's right. That's right. Punch a bit with those soft, mushy boxing gloves. That's <laughs> that's 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 medieval. Yeah, it's not yeah. It's and this the, the the lore of this particular fight goes on and on. Not not only was it seventy five rounds, not only was it hundred and twenty degrees outside, not only would it you know there's just it's there's so many things that make it crazy. I just didn't want to take all the time, but I, I encourage everyone to go look it up because it's bananas. That is crazy. I, I it's would, a banana story. It sounds like something that should be made into a movie. Frankly. Yeah, I, I'm surprised it's not. Yeah. Like uh, but who 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 who's your John L. Sullivan buddy? <laughs> Oh well, we are doing. Who would they play? So I mean, uh, we're gonna we're gonna slip right in there. (laughs) (laughs) A bare knuckle, a big like a like I'm thinking of uh, you know the movie Snatch where Brad Pitt does bare knuckle boxing. He does indeed, right? So yeah, uh, but I would I don't think I would choose Brad Pitt for this guy. I want somebody like big. I'll tell you this: Sully was uh, he, he was. You know, he prior to the fight, six months out, he was 175 pounds, emaciated, oh. sickly, alcoholic Irishman. Okay, okay. Then by I want... fight day, he was 225. Oh wow! He had done. He had quit the booze for enough time, you know, uh, until the fight started. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> quit the booze, got to training, got to working in the fields. Uh-huh. Apparently, so he he's a bigger fella. Okay. Well, I was going to say Colin Farrell was going to, and uh-huh. he, maybe he is still my choice. Like too teeny, too tiny. No, we do Colin Farrell, and then we just CGI up his body <laughs> to get him real big and bulky. It's just no, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> well, who do you want? I'm, I'm out. Well, who do you want? Uh. Uh, you know, it's a tough one. What, Brian Bosworth? Who? Who? <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> yeah, I want Mike Singletary. 
Rowdy Roddy Piper? Who? Who are we getting in the role? You no, I was thinking along the lines of a, a Russell Crowe. Oh, there you go. He's a big guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a big guy. You can totally pull off the Irish accent. He grow a mustache. What right. else do you need? Right. That's good. I like that. He's, he's right there. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Ah, sweet. And if we're going to older school, maybe like a Gene Hackman. Like get a big old Gene Hackman in there. Sure. That would be yeah. fun. And we've seen Crow in the ring before, have we not? Yeah, he I was mean, in that boxing movie. He's yeah. in that boxing movie. Yeah. It's really good. The one where he plays the Pope. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. And he <laughs> <laughs> fights against that other Pope. That's great. <laughs> the old uh, papal boxing. <laughs> the papal smackdown. <laughs> 12. Coming to pay-per-view. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. What? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> when the fight is over and the winner is declared, they light these fires at the Vatican and the smoke goes up through the chimneys. So. I love it. <laughs> I love it. The falter at the altar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that was it. And then finally, we have I don't know if you're familiar with the four horsemen. Sure. But the last one, the final horseman, would be death. <laughs> According to Revelations 6, 2 through 8. Yeah, that would be the last thing. That would be the last thing. Yeah, death. Bringing up the rear <laughs> is death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true of, of, of life in general, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Not yeah. just the horseman. No. It's, that's true of everything, yeah. Your fi- sure. final visit. Right, that's right. <laughs> going to be from death. That's right. Everything's yeah. going okay. These three other horsemen come. You're like, oh, I could deal with that. That's fine. <laughs> No problem. I mean, it seems apocalyptic, but at least I'm still living. <laughs> That's right. Then all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> this cocksucker. <laughs> now I'm dead. Thank you so Here much. Here the pain. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, buddy, my last last and my favorite last. Yeah. And I'm not even sure you've even experienced one of these. Uh, okay. But it's pretty ubiquitous for people like me okay <laughs> that's the last call oh sure last call is a it's just a great time to be alive <laughs> it seems like it would be sad no no it's good it's, it's good? for me it's good i mean maybe it's sad for for some rummies <laughs> <laughs> but for me it's like i need to be kept in check i'm happy to be in a bar at 2 a.m the last call is always the best call Let's get one for the road. <laughs> that's my favorite. Well, that's fun. This is kind of like a last call of podcast. It is. This is the last call. This is the call. last call of podcasts. Well, for this podcast, let's just be clear. There is another brand new podcast coming very soon. Yeah, absolutely. But this I is the last call. I think we've been call. clear. But this, but this is still, you know, it's still, it's a, it's a bittersweet. It is. The bar will be back open, you know. We're gonna we're going to a different bar. Yeah, we're going to a different. Right. We're going to a different bar. <laughs> right. That's the last call at this particular. We're saloon. gonna hit up a whole other bar. That's right. Yeah, a better bar. Oh yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah. one not so mired in bullshit. <laughs> no, it'll be mired in bullshit. No, it's just okay. a different kind. Not so mired in conservative bullshit. There you go. A different kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, a better yeah. kind of bullshit. That's right. <laughs> a better way to bullshit. <laughs> to bullshit. <laughs> There it is. A yeah. no better way to bullshit. Tagline. Okay. New podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I can't wait to tell the people about the saga of the new podcast title. Oh my god! But I, okay, okay, okay. We'll okay, save yeah. that. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. You've said too much. I have. I have. I have indeed. Anyway, okay. So that uh, what that that was the last last. That, oh, was, that the was the la- the last call was the last call, buddy. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, now can we can we can we draft? Can we have a draft? That's what we're here for. I mean, that's what we're all here for. That's right. <laughs> Let's draft it up. We're going to okay. draft it. Up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good. This um, is so exciting. It is exciting, you know? It's super exciting. This yeah, is the third cool. one of these that we've ever done. Because we did one We've for, done two other of these? Yeah, we did one during uh, Glengarry Glen Ross Minute. Uh, this is our big finale episode. And then at the end of season one, we did one for Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. And now here we are. That, this is our third one. That makes sense. Yeah. So let's just start. We Like we usually do, we start at like the, not, I don't want to say the bottom of the cast, because that's kind of mean. All the roles are important, right? Very, very much so. Well, we start with some of the smaller roles. It's the smaller roles, yeah. We'll get those right out of the way. Yeah, traditionally, we kick it off with Spanel. Un- I noticed this time around, if you don't mind me interjecting here, sure. our uh, our uh, our lesser roles seem to have <laughs> more people in the corral. <laughs> they did. That's, yeah. a, that's a good... Uh, that it was, was an a, interesting way that broke down this time around. It was interesting. There was, there was a big Blake corral, a big Balin corral. It's like we Spanel were done casting good. the big four. We were like, we, it's, we've been there. Been there, done that. Yeah, I think it's harder to cast them because we have such uh, expectations for those parts. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm, I'm nodding like Aaron yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely right. And when you've nailed the casting, it's really hard to recast that. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, All right, so Spanel. Starting with Spans. And the... Oh, shit. I should have the corral in front of me, too. Well, my, I mean, bad, I, my bad. My bad. Just bring it up. There. I have it here if I you're do? struggling to do the most simple of things, <laughs> which is have the corrals up for the draft. <laughs> I've got it now. Okay, well, great. It took but a second. What, did they send you a text message you had to answer, so you put it away? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so it's Spanel. Larry Spanel. Uh, the nominees are... Lawrence J. Spanel. <laughs> the nominees on are Jeff Bridges. The great Jeff Bridges. That's right. Mayim Bialik. The comely Mayim Bialik. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Also comely. <laughs> and the leathery Jack Palance. <laughs> so leather. <laughs> so incredibly leather. They, he is. All right, so... Uh, do you want to start off? Let's let's give you the first the first pick here. Well, there in within this corral, contained within this very corral, buddy, is one of my favorite actors of all time. Of all time. Wow. Of all time, like top five for me. Wow. I, I think I, and I think we've talked about this before. I had no idea you liked Mian Bialik so much. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Blossom. Big I, fan. Well, I mean, yeah. And the hats. <laughs> I really like the hats. I'm a hat guy. That's true. That's true. <laughs> not lying. And she killed it. Her hat game was off the chain. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, unfortunately, uh, d- uh, Jeff Bridges is always going to be my choice if he's available to be chosen. A great choice. Can't argue with that. You ca- I mean, uh, and we're talking like legit great spanel. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? I, there's no way he messes that up in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> right. I was thinking right? of him the other day. Maybe it was when I was doing the uh, looking at these corrals myself. That that like he was in two Coen Brothers movies, right? And his performances are so unique, and each of them is just in itself so wonderful. Like so, he's in 
the big Lebowski playing Jeff mm-hmm. Lebowski, and then in um, True Grit he plays Rooster Cogburn, and it's like right. they're like two different people. I mean, it is it's 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 shocking. I mean that that's the range we're talking about. Yeah, with Jeff Bridges. Yeah. I uh, true true story. I w- I went to see Tron in the theater with my brothers, and I. I literally fell in love. Like my first ever man crush <laughs> was Jeff Bridges for sure. He was cool, fucking handsome, fucking smart, fucking you know anti-establishment. Like it just got it got the Jeff Bridges train rolling. Yeah, you know he's fantastic. Yeah, he he can he can bridge my two land masses whenever he wants. <laughs> Son, of course, of Lloyd Bridges. Also, that's great, right. Great, the actor. great Lloyd Bridges. Yeah. Fa- son f- surpasses father clearly in this case. In this case, yeah, I would yeah. think so. Yeah, uh, although Lloyd was no slouch. No, certainly. No. Although he is, he has a pretty distinct slouch. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not him. That's, no, that's, that's two true. different things. Him he and is his not slouch. his slouch. Exactly right. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> that's what you you've often said that about yourself. That's right. <laughs> and mine's not a slouch. It's a hunch. It's a hunch. It's the chell. I have hunch. a hunch. That's right. That it's not a slouch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I believe it or not, uh, even though your your choice is inarguable, I'm going to argue with you about it because I went a different direction. Okay, okay. My choice this. for Spanel is the other Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Uh huh. Battling, battling Jeffs. That's right. <laughs> Dueling Jeffs. <laughs> Dueling Jeffs. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, uh, and uh, I just love Jeff Goldblum. He always does something weird with whatever role he's in. He does. And I would just love to see him do some kind of weird spanel shit in a dark turtleneck. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't disagree, which is why he's in the crowd in the first place. Let's, you know, to be to be fair, we both love all of these people. Yeah, they, That's they, why they're where they are. They've already been vetted, you know. But I I die on Mount Bridges. <laughs> I'll I'll just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, and I, you know, I, I will make this one easy. I don't have a strong uh, feeling of Goldblum as Spanel. I could just yeah. as easily see Bridges doing a great job as Spanel. Goldblum didn't make you feel things when you were a child. <laughs> That's not this. This is mine. You give this to me. <laughs> it's Jeff Bridges, right? Yeah, we'll go Jeff Bridges for this uh, one for th- sure. Th- yeah. And thank you for being so gracious. Of course. And checking the Twitter results of the of the poll. Oh, yeah. The results of the people. The winner from Twitter is, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Bridges. Yes. <laughs> so you, It's an all Bridges affair. You have been validated by the Twitterites. I love it. Yeah. So, Jeff Bridges, welcome. Congratulations. Yeah. That's fantastic. That is fan-fucking-tastic. It is good. All right, moving on to now. This is one of the more difficult ones, Balin, because it was one of the. <laughs> this was such a juicy, like, crazy <laughs> corral full of all different types and interesting this, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, this is. A, if I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, because this is also going to be a thing we talk about. But this is one of my favorite corrals. <laughs> it is a great corral. It's so good, <laughs> and they usually are. Historically, the Balin Corral has always been pretty bonkers it seems to be the best corral to be in <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah somehow yeah. nba players keep showing up there we always get know. some athletes up in there yeah, yeah exactly. it's it's fucking great all right here we go the nominees for balin are yeah former nba great Bo outlaw the great Bo outlaw that's right. great basketball name too yeah, absolutely right forrest whitaker as saw guerrera 
as Saw Gerrera. Right. That's a, that's an important little tidbit. <laughs> Mitch and Murray will know the truth. <laughs> that's Balin for you. That's right. right. That is him. How, how do you say no to that? I don't. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, next, uh, Hall of Famer, Mike Schmidt. Michael Jack Schmidt, right, of course. Oh, oh, former home Hall of Phillies, Famer, third baseman. Former Phillies home run king, Mike Schmidt. There you go. That's right. Uh, lead singer of the B-52s, Mr. Fred Schneider. <laughs> Mr. Fred Schneider. I'm not sure what was going on that day, but I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. I'm glad it happened. Me, I am, too. I love that. It was so good. I had a great time finding pictures of Fred Schneider for the for the Twitter poll because... Uh, I, well, I think you chose a great one, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It seemed to be yeah. the only choice. It was, a good one. it was a good one. There were some other good ones where he had like crazier hair, but the, sure. the pose he was striking, I thought, was good. Yeah. It, it was memorable. And finally, the lovely and versatile Barbara Hershey. Yeah, incredibly lovely and incredibly versatile. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's the corral. Uh, I believe it's my turn to go first. I believe it is. Stepping up to play Balin. Oh, shit. Number 20, Michael Jack Schmidt. <laughs> it's a good choice. It's a good choice. It was my second choice. It's, he's got a, he always had a great cop mustache. Absolutely. So like that slips him right into the corral, if you ask me. Yeah, that's big. And then does he come out of the office doing a little butt wiggle? You know he does. Does he do that? You know he does. <laughs> he did it every time he stepped into the batter's box. He had a butt wiggle to, to, to again, I'll say it, beat the band. <laughs> no band could keep up with that butt wiggle. Nobody had a butt wiggle like Michael Jackson. That was the finest. I mean, you're going to want to YouTube that, people. It's delicious. <laughs> I mean it. If you're not familiar with it, and I grew up watching it, it's a uh, boy. And, and Mike Schmidt just had this like, um, like angry dad energy to him. You know what I mean? Which I think it's a really, good way to put it. really fits the Balin. <laughs> it's uh, a good way to put the it. Balin vibe. It's true. He he's no nonsense. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Michael Jack. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I went. With, I think get in the goddamn room. He'd just internalize the fuck out of that line. Yeah, he could underplay everything as long as he was had that angry Mike Schmidt thing going on. Like you know, he could underplay every line and it would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I went. That's a solid choice. But uh, as you might have guessed, <laughs> um, going with <laughs> Mr. Forrest Whitaker. Not a surprise. As Saw Guerrero, <laughs> because Mitch and Murray. We'll know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just can't get past that. It's so delightful to me. It is delightful. It absolutely <laughs> is delightful. <laughs> and he has, speaking of eye patches, didn't he have an eye patch of Saul Guerrero? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eye patch, a little, little respirator <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Because he lived in a dust bowl and, and he wore and, like seventeen layers and some sort of and some sort of truth discerning octopus in his back pocket, you know, which is yeah, that's right. So, Borgullet, <laughs> Borgullet, that's right. Yeah. So you must be talking about Borgullet. <laughs> is there another truth detecting <laughs> octopus around that I don't know about? <laughs> of the Alderan gullets. <laughs> <laughs> or the Dantooine gullets. Oh, yeah, a better a better gullet <laughs> plan. Yeah, for sure. All right, so there it is. It's Mike Schmidt or Forrest Whitaker. Uh, I mean, I will also say, as Saw Guerrera, that the, the interrogations go bang, bang, bang. 
right? Like he's getting the, to the truth before Michael Jack Schmidt is. Now, can we have? Oh, let me ask you this. You know that that silent uh, other detective that's there, and he's like sitting at behind Williamson's desk that we see a glimpse of when the door sure, opens. And sure, closes? sure. Could that be Bore Gullet, like in a Borg suit? Gullet. But there's like he's wearing a suit, like and then like uh, tentacles are coming out the top over the collar and stuff. I mean, if Saw Gerrera doesn't bring Bore Gullet to an interrogation, <laughs> what's he doing? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> So, yeah, does Borgullet need help with the tie? Absolutely. <laughs> or does he? Or is he doing everyone Can't, else's tie I, because he's got eight, eight just, tentacles? I, I don't know if he knows the wins or not, though, is <laughs> all I'm saying. He knows the truth. <laughs> he will know a wins or not. <laughs> also, Alan Iverson. That's true. So if, if I can have Borg Gullet in a suit sitting behind Williamson's desk, then I no, will... No, you absolutely can. Okay, then I'm, I'm going with Forrest Whitaker's Saul Guerrero. Fantastic! Oh, how I love this. Checking in with the Twitter voting. Yeah. The winner, Forrest Whitaker as Saul Guerrero. <laughs> this is fantastic! <laughs> I feel I am one with the people. Yes. <laughs> when do I ever feel like that? Oh come on! You you very rarely really. No, I feel like I I catch a lot of shade. <laughs> I catch a lot of shade from the from the general public. All right, all right. The what I like to call the listener. <laughs> <laughs> I can't understand why. <laughs> okay, let's go to Blake. All right. Now, this is a great corral. This was like our most chock-full corral. This was a big such one. Such a great, such a great corral. And it was particularly wacky this time around. Uh, it, it runs the gamut. It really does. It really does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so the nominees are Clint Eastwood. The, right. Make my day. Right. Charles S. <laughs> Dutton. <laughs> the great. Yeah, he is great. Uh, Chow Yun-Fat. Chow Yun-Fat, making a corral. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Kurt Russell with an eye patch. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Double. Hail ye. Hail ye. Double G Dog. Snoop D O double G. That's right. That's how we spell it. Shirley Temple. Uh huh. <laughs> and Ben Stein. <laughs> Salesman. <laughs> Salesman. <laughs> The great Ben Stein, the great speechwriter. That's, That's right. This is amazing. The this is an amazing corral. It is. It's, it is wide ranging for sure. <laughs> it really is. You've got all ages, all types, all heights, all weights. We got everything. That's right. Yeah. We yeah. R- races, colors, creeds, yeah, genders. Exactly. We, it's they're all over the place. It's fantastic. Yeah. Look at us go, but it's a melting pot. <laughs> it is a melting corral. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> really is. So who do you uh, going to take I, am out Am I there? up first? That's yeah, your turn. Who you got? Well, longtime listeners to the podcast will know there's a certain criteria <laughs> that I feel a Blake should have, <laughs> which narrowed the field to two gentlemen. Right. And of the two, I took the the more talented actor because <laughs> I really want my Blake to have some some gravitas. Sure. You know. Yep. Uh, so I went with the Rock, <laughs> the first Rock. Mr. Charles S. Dutton. Oh, that's nice. You know I love Charles S. Dutton. I do know you love it. Saw him on Broadway. My first Broadway play, I saw Charles S. Dutton in the piano Your lesson. first one ever? Yeah, it was the first Broadway play I ever saw was Charles now, S. Dutton. Now, I'm sure you've told me this before, but what was it? The piano lesson. 
by August oh, Wilson. Nice, yeah. With Charles S. Dutton and uh, so and uh, Rocky Carroll and that whole cast of people oh, were so good. It was a fantastic play, and it launched like all of their careers. Like they all went on. Like the whole cast of that play went on to do the TV show Rock. Sure. It was yeah. It was fantastic. And I've I've been a huge fan of August Wilson ever since, and I can't wait to see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which is playing right now on Netflix. Right now on Netflix with the the great uh, we recently lost him. His name is escaping me. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah, right. I can't wait to see it either. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to it. Huge fan of August. Yeah. Oh, he was so good. Huge. Oh my huge. God. So good. One of our best playwrights to ever. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so great choice. Um, now I went in a slightly different direction. Yeah, as you do, as I do, and you yeah. know I tried to use my imagination a little bit and see, <laughs> you know, what would be the most interesting. Maybe this is borderline insulting. Blake, <laughs> it was interesting. Blake, like I don't do that. We but could okay. find okay. in the list. Fair enough. So you know, and and I will uh, hearken you back to my choice for Blake last year, just to refresh. Please refresh, yeah, please. Last year, I chose Richard Simmons to play Blake, <laughs> just to give you an idea of how I see the role, right? That's a fantastic choice. <laughs> I know it is. Yeah. So, and, and in keeping sort of in that vein, this year, I went with the one and only, the great, the petite, Shirley Temple. Wow. Yep. Yep. Wow. Oh, you... Wow. You really did... Pick Shirley Temple. You can't take the, the abuse you get on his set. Oh, you <laughs> cocksuckle. That's fantastic. I mean, that's the best. <laughs> do you know what it takes to sell real estate? <laughs> it takes brass balls to sell real estate. <laughs> this is Shirley Temple you're doing? Yeah, it's a, it's, I, I'm, it's a perfect likeness. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, I, I it's going to be hard for me to move Mr. Dutton out of the way for Shirley Temple. <laughs> but I I know I'm ahead and if you're if you're going to if you're going to die on Mount Temple, <laughs> we can let it slide, but if we are losing a Charles S. Dutton. I recognize that, but I think yeah. we're gaining. <laughs> hey. I mean uh, yeah. All right. You just made our production a farce, but if you're comfortable with that, <laughs> she's going in. All right, Cheryl, old girl, welcome. And looking at the Twitter results this of the vote, way against my better judgment. I'm just saying. Uh, well, let's let's refer to the Twitter votes. Maybe that'll help to push our decision one way or another. I mean, it could be a tiebreaker if we want to use it that way. That's ever. right. It could be. Yeah. Take the consultation of the people. That's right. And in this case, the winner on Twitter was Shirley Temple. Really? Yes. Well, then I don't feel nearly as bad letting her slide on through. I mean, that's what the people want. You know I, what I mean? I find that very hard to believe, and I will. I'm going to sue <laughs> all of the regions in which these votes were cast <laughs> <laughs> because because Charles has done one in a landslide. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Look at the sheets. Look, voter fraud. Look at the sheets. Voter fraud. <laughs> Fake news, voter fraud. <laughs> Charles S. Dutton won the election. I know he did. <laughs> Look, I was as surprised as you were. <laughs> I really was. Because <laughs> I did not okay. think this would happen. But I was I, delighted you know, by it. I knew I was going to have to eat a few of these. And if it's if it's, if it's it's Shirley Temple I have to eat, then so be it. At least you're getting something sweet. <laughs>
Just a little more. Well, great. Shirley Temple. Fantastic. Welcome to the cast. <laughs> All right. Next up is James Link. Link. James Link. Well, I mean, yeah. Let me get through the nominees before please, you start having do. your conniption here. Please, please do. Okay. The nominees are Victor Garber, Joaquin Phoenix, Zumbo's favorite, Diane Wiest. Uh, Ned- I got a Wiest infection. <laughs> you do have a Wiest infection. Ned Beatty and Jim Neighbors. Old Jimbo Neighbors. Oh, golly. Oh, my papa. <laughs> I'll never forget him singing that song. <laughs> Burned into my memory. <laughs> so uh, it's my turn yeah. to go first here. So I mean, I don't. Do we need to? Yeah, I think we do. And I'm going to go. Do I need to weast the skids <laughs> on this? You do. Because I'm going with Ned Beatty. Uh, yeah. Round, jolly, <laughs> versatile, brilliant Ned Beatty. I, none of those things are what you want in a James Link. <laughs> you don't. You just don't. I'm going back to the source material to prove my point. Okay, what's the one thing? Try the Weast. <laughs> Hold on. The, the Weast may be first. But before we get there, what's the one thing that James Link does during the entire movie? He takes it up the ass. That's the oh, whole thing he on. does during the whole movie. And what's the one thing we know Ned Beatty can do on film? This is unacceptable. <laughs> this is un- this is an unacceptable <laughs> line of questioning. And how do you n- how do you know Diane Weist can't? <laughs> you don't know that. I I certainly have a, a thought or two that might lean you in a direction. <laughs> I mean, if we get the right deep fake, we might be able to make this work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, I take it then that your vote is Diane Weist. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, was, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. In, in so much as you have done it unto the Weist of these, <laughs> you have done it unto me. I am full Weist mode. I am heading due Weist. <laughs> oh, man. Na- always and forever. Yeah. So you enjoy a nice roast Weist sandwich <laughs> from Arby's. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> You're damn right. And if if some of it's dripping down my chin, I'm all for it. I'm a thousand percent on board for that. Okay. All right. Uh, so th- that's one messy sandwich, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there we go. We got Diane Weist versus Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty, to take a backseat. <laughs> Do the right thing, Ned. <laughs> All right, I will. I'll give. I know your love for Diane Weist, so I will totally. Um, really? Uh, respect that and step aside. Oh, I don't even. I don't even know what to say. This is the. This is the greatest gift you've ever given me. I'm about to give you another one. Really? Because the Twitter vote went to. The people have my back. Diane Weist. The people have my back. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> I. I. I, I I don't I don't even know what to, I don't know what to say, buddy. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm overwhelmed. I was shocked, I have to say, by I was the results just, of the vote. Recently I was whelmed, now I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Those two votes, the Shirley Temple and the Diane Weist, really surprised me. Yeah? Yeah. I was very well, surprised. Well, we Weist shouldn't surprise you. Well, I mean, come on. Because we're talking we're talking about what? We're talking about James Link. That's right. You can can't 
in this list of people, talented all, but none of them could come with the vulnerability that Diane Weiss could bring to it. None of them. I see what you're saying. Not your Garbers, not your Phoenixes, not your Beatties, not your neighbors. <laughs> well, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's Diane Weist. Have a seat, Gomer. <laughs> Diane Weist is making way. There you go. I love it. All right. Well, that's good. This is the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm not. I'm not even lying about this. This is literally the greatest day of my life. All right. Well, uh, let's let's see if it continues. I, you know what? I don't even need it to. Oh, okay. But let's see. Let's see. All right, go to yeah. going to Williamson now. Ah, uh, Williamson. This was a fuck, this fuck, was, fuck Williamson. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this was a binary corral, so you had uh, two choices. Yeah, that's right. You had a one, one or a zero. That's right. And the two are. I, I chose the one. Okay. I'm sure you chose the zero. Probably, but the <laughs> the two choices are John Lithgow, the great John Lithgow, and the amazing Michael Stuhlbarg. And and Stuhlberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're up on this one. I'm up to go first. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing I like about my Williamsons, it's their tiny little mouths. <laughs> <laughs> so in keeping with the criteria, the only criteria you need to cast a Williamson, I'm going John Lithgow. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um. And you know, I you know I'm a big fan of John Lithgow. I love him. I know you do. I know you do. Great guy. But you don't. I mean, you don't have to qualify. Just get right to the love of the Stuhlberg. Okay. I, and I yeah, of course, I went for Stuhlberg because I yeah, I, I spoke of him recently and how how much I admire his work. I think he's terrific. And I think I can even like like I can see him in my mind's eye saying, "How do you know I made it up?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can totally. I, I can that. too, and that's true of both of these gentlemen. I would say for sure. It's very easy to see John Lithgow doing it as well. Yeah. Yeah. A young Lithgow would be really good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're right. It, you'd have to qualify it. He would have to be a, uh, you know, a, uh, a younger Lithgow. That's right. Even Stuhlbarg is not young anymore. A, thir- so. a third rock from the sun era Lithgow. Or even younger. I mean, he was he was still, you know. I'd say that. Well, I mean, that's where I'd want him. Okay. I'd go back yeah. a little further, I think, maybe. You would? Yeah, I think I would. War games, Lithgow, Garp, Garp era, Lithgow, Garp maybe. era, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. so, all right, well, uh, I don't, I don't want to give, I don't want to raise my drawbridge for the stool barge. <laughs> I can't believe I, I, <laughs> that you wouldn't. I don't understand. I don't understand. The, the stool well, barge me, is heading your me. way. What do you do? <laughs> oh, excuse me. There's a stool barge here. I'm going to raise the gates. Let it right no, on no, through. No, no, no. I know what you're hauling, stool barge, <laughs> and I don't want any of it here. <laughs> I make plenty of that on my own. <laughs> uh, let me say this. It's a tight race. It is. Both very talented gentlemen. Should we go to the people? We can go to the people. Let the people break the tie. Let the people decide. I would say. All right. This is perfect because it's binary. It's 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 literally the the one time this will be great. Right. It's it's like pushing. It'll have to be one or the other. That's right. Yeah. And this yeah. one, by the way, I will mention was a tie up until the eleventh hour, and I had to send an extra tweet, you know, begging people to vote. Some Whoa! More. This was the one. Yeah. This was a tie, and then tight race. Some more people chimed in and pushed one of the two gentlemen over the top. Tight race. Tight race. Very tight. And the one was John Lithgow. I am all powerful. 
<laughs> there is nothing I can't accomplish. <laughs> this is the greatest day of my life. And I, well, I was really surprised by that vote too, because I don't, uh, not that there's anything wrong with John Lithgow. I guess he maybe he's just a bigger name. I don't. Maybe people well, aren't like familiar you say, with Well, It was tight, and yeah, maybe he's just a more recognizable. A name, yeah, yeah. just yeah. A, a figure we've we've all seen for several years. Right, right, yeah, yeah. We're we're more comfortable with Lithgow. Yeah, I hear you, and rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> someday we'll all feel comfortable enough with a big barge full of stool <laughs> that you know it'll he'll he'll come around. He's gonna his career is gonna keep going for a long time, and before you know it, he's gonna be on the tip of everyone's tongue. This is the rare case where I'll say you might have had the better Will- Williamson, but I you, Lithgow puts butts in the seats, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right. Uh, George Arano. Oh, this is fun. This is fun. This one's fun. And it's another, another binary one where it's two choices only. It is. It is. And the two are? Uh, my, my gut tells me we're not going to need to go to a tiebreak on this one. Well, we'll see. I guess we will. We'll see. <laughs> The two uh, gentlemen who are nominated for Arno are David Paymer. The great. He is great, yeah. And Eugene Levy. Hilarious. Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. So, like I say often, when I, if I squint my eyes, it's like I do a podcast with Eugene Levy. <laughs> <laughs> if only you know, you I had... You guys have very... You have similar oeuvres. If only I had his hair, because that guy has... <laughs> amazing hair i mean Said my God. no one ever what have you seen like have you seen him lately no i'm familiar oh, his hair is... but it's it looks like a, a coarse <laughs> thick nest of nonsense that you'd have to take great pains to make look presentable but when he does no when he does it's a sight to behold <laughs> i agree with you there <laughs> <It really is. laughs> i agree with you all right so you're up on this one i think is that no oh, no i am that's right. i think you are I am. yeah that's right. okay and I, you know, I went with the, uh, rather than going with the comedian, I went the, with the tradition. Yeah. You know, I went with David Paymer. Paymer. Yeah. Paymer. I love Paymer. Yeah. And I, I, think I, I agree great. with that choice. Oh, they, yeah. so you also went with Paymer. I, I did go. That's what I, was. my gut was telling me we both went Paymer. How about that? Yeah. I mean, it just works. Just works so well. Mammoth guy. Yes. You know, big, big, we're big, big fans of his. We've always been. Yeah. And he often plays like, uh, he, he's. He's done so many things in his career, but he often plays like a kind of like a nebbishy, like unlikable character. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It would be great to see him do, you know, George. I would like to see him play someone likable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he's great. And Eugene Levy is just lousy with likable roles. Right. That's all he does. <laughs> That's right. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and he's great at that whole like, whoa, you know, like fake, like that fake surprise thing Eugene Levy does kind of, you know what I mean? Like. He's the dummy. That's right. Yeah. Dummy didn't yeah, see yeah, it coming yeah. or whatever. Still, but like lip lip smacking and 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 gob smacked. <laughs> right. He's just like, um, uh, jeez. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, I guess that's that makes it unanimous for us. It's David Paymer, which is fantastic. We're going Paymer. We're going Paymer. All day. All day, baby. Uh, let's see what the people voted on Poor, Twitter. I just watched. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, we'll get to the people. Yeah. Go ahead. Who I love, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched Ocean's 13 again because I was looking for a bad Pacino film. <laughs> and uh, it, and Pamer just gets worked over in that film. I don't know if you've ever seen I it or if seen you it. recall. It, he, it's great. He's great in it. And he's just, he's just inundated with uh, plague after plague of thing. 
And he just plays that so well. I love him so much. And it would translate very well to an Arano. Yeah. Uh, that, that kind of vibe that he has. I love him. He's, he's so good. So the people, the people. And the people, in their great wisdom, chose Eugene Levy. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it was a, it was a landslide, too. It was uh, unanimous. Nobody voted for David Paymer. No love for the Paymer, no. huh? And again, I think maybe it was like a... Uh, recognition. Recognizable. Yeah. Levy is back in the spotlight with the whole um, Schitt's Creek thing, you know. And, sure. Uh, you know, pay. But in in defense of the people, you know, I'm a man of the people, Bill. <laughs> he would make a great arrow. He would absolutely. Right. Yeah, that's why he's on the list, right? So I think it's fifty fifty here. We just we had a personal preference. That's right. I think you're right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right then. Uh, Okie dokie. Dave Moss. <laughs> uh, and this is a this is a really fun corral too. Only three guys, but a lot of fun. None. Oh, I have I have four. Oh, you have three. Who's the fourth? Well, I don't know who your three are. <laughs> well, the three I had were Joe Pesci, yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr., right, and DeForest Kelly. Oh, and then we recently just tossed one in at the last moment, Mr. J.K. Simmons. Oh my God, he didn't make the uh, the voting. He didn't make the poll. No. But he, well, that's he unfortunate. That is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but there he is, nonetheless. Remember, we just tossed him in there. Yeah, we did. That was very, very recent, very recent addition. Yeah. So, oh well. Yeah. Um, that does not invalidate the polling. Well, no, it most certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying, "Here, here's a piss bag. Here's a stool sample. Here's some other shit nobody wants, and then here's an ice cream cone." <laughs> If you exclude the ice cream cone, <laughs> the the pole has been sunk. <laughs> right? I, I mean, in a way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, who, All right. who's your choice of the four fellas we're talking about? Well, I, w- I went with the omitted, the great omitted one, <laughs> J.K. Simmons. That's a great choice. <laughs> yeah. That's a great choice. Yeah, for sure. It seemed to me the obvious choice once we finally added him. Yeah, I mean, he would, as we talked about recently, he would be great. He's so great. He's so good. I just love him so much. He's terrific. Yeah, yeah. me too. But you didn't pick. I him. did not because he didn't. He didn't even know he was pickable. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. But I think I would have gone the way I went anyway. Oh, really? I think so. Just because. Well, I is, can't wait to this hear is, this. I think this would be fun. And I went with uh, little old Joe Pesci for my Dave. Yeah, Moss. he would have been my number two for sure. Yeah. He's got that Napoleon syndrome, you know, little guy. No you you talking, you you laughing at me. Am I funny to you? That whole thing. That's right. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. I think he'd be great. What, am I here to amuse you? Right. <laughs> right. What am I, some kind of fucking clown to you? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's great. It's it's it's, it's he's built for Moss. He yeah. really is. Yeah, he'd be really good. There's no doubt about right. it. But J.K. Simmons would literally make me stain myself <laughs> <laughs> as as Dave Moss. <laughs> In both good ways and bad. <laughs> Is there a bad way? Oh, sure. Oh, okay. There's bad ways to stain yourself, buddy. <laughs> Maybe it's because you don't go to many last calls. <laughs> I have seen people stain themselves in the worst ways. <laughs> I got to get out more. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's Or it. stay in more. Or, yeah, well, I've been doing that. <laughs> okay, so so now we, you and I have a toss-up here between Joe Pesci and J.K. Simmons, and we have to right. we have to pick one. Yeah. So, how do you I mean, I don't I I I'll go to my grave saying J.K. Simmons is a better actor, but I I I don't have a 
I don't I don't need to fight this battle. Okay. Okay. Do you want to Joe, Joe Pesci is a perfectly acceptable Dave Moss to me. All right. Yeah. Do you want to check on the, the Twitter voting to see if that helps us in one way or another? I mean, it, it's not gonna because if J.K. Simmons was on the list, he would they would have voted for him. <laughs> as you know, me and the people were in sync, obviously. <laughs> well, the people chose drum roll, please. Cuba Gooding Jr. Whoa! <laughs> he just stole votes from J.K. Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> they were like they were looking at it like, okay, who's the most J.K. Simmons like <laughs> among the remaining three choices? And it's, it's well, that's an in, that Cuba. is also a very interesting choice. It is an interesting choice, right? Yeah, Cuba would be pretty great. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like we'd ask him to do things he hadn't done before, but I feel that he could do them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be very interesting, actually. He would be very interesting. But uh, but you know, for you and me, we're gonna we're gonna settle on Pesci. No. All right, let's do it. I mean, I'm asking. I did it. I did it. He's in. Could 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 you look J.K. Simmons in the face <laughs> and tell him you'd rather go with Joe Pesci? Could you do it? <laughs> I don't know if I could. I don't think you could. <laughs> but likewise, could you look Joe Pesci in the face and tell him? I could. Oh. Yeah, I'd get on a knee <laughs> and I'd say, listen here, Joe. We had to go in a different direction. <laughs> it's a business. You understand. <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's simply right. business. It's business. <laughs> All right, then I'll put J.K. Simmons in. Really? Yeah, I don't feel that strongly either way, really. This is the year of the Zumbo. <laughs> and it's almost over. That is the No, it's thing. I'm saying the next oh, one. The next, new one. Oh, the new one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about to be. I see. Okay, gotcha. I'm using this as momentum to propel me <laughs> into the year of myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we only got two corrals left here. We're up to... I love it, I love it, I love Shelley it. Shelly Levine. Shelly, the machine, Levine, that's great. That is great. And it's it's another binary choice here, one or the other. That's right. And your two choices are two Englishmen. That's right. You got your Sir Alec Guinness. A little overrated, if you ask me. And is Michael Caine a knight? I think he must be, right? If I'll, just, I'll throw it in. Or Sir Michael Caine. Those are your choices. That's right. And uh, I think I'm up first this time, right? <laughs> and of course, I went with the fantastic brilliant genius alec guinness that's because you're a moron <laughs> he'd be fantastic of course he would yeah. but so would michael Caine. yeah but alec guinness would be alec guinness playing fuck Shelley. you <laughs> that's my message for you fuck you and kiss my ass <laughs> hey i'm hey i'm holding my last thought <laughs> now is the time Come on, in that, in that, in that, talking about the force voice, you know what I mean? Sure, sure, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, the leads, <laughs> the leads are weak. It's what binds us. <laughs> they hold the office I mean, together. I, yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just, I do. I, you know, okay, fine. Alec Guinness. Wait, wait, wait. So you, what you, who you voted for, Michael Caine? I, I mean, I yeah, Caine was my choice, okay. but I'm relenting. Oh, all right, great. Yeah, I've been softened by the love of the people. All right, well, let's see who the people voted for. I've also been hardened by the love of the people. And the people, <laughs> the people voted for Michael Caine. Yes. See, <laughs> the people and I are one. <laughs> I feel very understood. I'm sure you do. I feel very heard and very understood right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel very underappreciated. Good. <laughs> 
Good. It's about fucking time. <laughs> you were going around with this false appreciation all the time. <laughs> this is the real world, buddy. <laughs> well, I don't like it. I know. <laughs> I know you don't. Okay. Final corral. Ricky Roma. 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 It's odd. Odd corral. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Peculiar. <laughs> Interesting corral. If you don't mind me saying. I don't mind at all. It's almost like a drunk guy and an idiot came up with these names <laughs> for Ricky Roman. <laughs> almost like that. Almost exactly like that. <laughs> so the three uh, folks uh, nominated for Roma are Paul Newman. The, I mean, Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, Robert Hedges. This is where it stops making sense. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Cher. Cher. <laughs> Whoa. Are you talking to me? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean it's a it's a crazy corral. It is pretty crazy. It's crazy. Um and you're up first on this one. So uh, of the three crazy choices. Yeah. And they're not all crazy, frankly. I mean Paul Newman. Yeah, no, and I yeah, I, I I I I I maybe a little out of the box here. But I can see them really knocking it out of the park. Okay. And I went with Cher. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you saw my book. Whoa. Oh. Oh, oh Zumbo. <laughs> I did. I went with Cher. Okay. I think she'd be great. What is she doing here? <laughs> And I, of course, went with Paul Newman. Great, good for you, fantastic. uh, You know, because I love him for you know from so many roles, but I think he's uh, he would be fantastic as a Ricky. Sure, sure. (laughs) No, he would. He would. Yeah, he'd be brilliant. And I no no sooner did I get on share that I was ready to get off. If you (laughs) if you picked Paul Newman, so. <laughs> Happy to do that for you. Oh yeah, we're sorry, we're putting Paul Newman in as our final. Yeah, choice. I think Paul Newman can be the choice. Okay, yes. great. Yeah. All right, then let's see who the people selected. Let's let's indeed. And Twitter folks voted overwhelmingly for Cher. Whoa, this is amazing. Could you have seen this coming? <laughs> no, I did not see that one coming at all. That the people and I would be so aligned, <laughs> so unified. <laughs> So connected? Would could you have seen this coming? No, no, I didn't see it coming. No. Let's see how many of the ones you and the people agreed on. One, two. I mean, I'm gonna say most of three, them. Three, four. Eighty percent. Easy. Uh, five, six of them. Six out of the. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six nine. out of the eight. Yeah, or nine, or whatever. Yeah. So that's pretty good. It's well aligned. I mean, it is. It's it's as, as aligned as I've ever been with anyone. <laughs> they so it's it's this, it's a good place to be, you know. This is a love fest for me. <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> so now we had one other question, which was, of these corrals that we've gone through today, which one would you most want to hang out in? Right. Right. Yeah. Where do you, which corral? Where do you want to spend you your time? In? That's right. And I would love to hear yours first. Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> and, you know, there are some bonkers ones and some really interesting ones. But I went for one of the more, uh, you know, I'm an introvert. So I went for more one of the more quiet and cool. sensible okay, corrals. Okay. okay. 
and I'm going to go hang out in the Shelly Corral. Shelly? Oh, uh, well, you got, I mean, sitting around with heavy hitters. Alec Guinness and Michael Caine, the stories. The stories they'll tell that's you. That's what I'm saying. Alec Guinness is talking about how shitty Star Wars was to make. I mean, how fun <laughs> is that going to be? I mean, there there are a number of YouTube videos where he does exactly yeah, that. Yeah. But like in person, boy, <laughs> that, would be, that would be insane. It would be insane. And Michael Caine has been in every movie since 1972. So that's, you yeah. know, you're going to get so much dirt out of him. I mean, just oh. how much. And, and he's just so fun and charming. And just, you know, I mean, those two, sitting with those two guys would just be, I it's think, be true. fantastic. It's true. Bring, bring uh, three doddering old men. That's right. We, we, we bring up. Just exchanging stories. I'll bring a tray of tea with three cups and we'll sit there and we'll drink our tea and eat crumpets and we'll talk about, share stories about the good old days. Well, that's fantastic, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And where, but where are you going? Meanwhile. <laughs> meanwhile. <coughs> meanwhile, while you guys are sipping Earl Grey <laughs> and trying not to be too smelly. <laughs> You know, they're they're just old, smelly guys. You know they are. (laughs) Me and Bo Outlaw are going to pants Mike Schmidt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the Balin Corral, baby. Almost every time. Yeah, that's right. Because I, you know, I've said this for years. uh, Someday I want to play Balin in a production. That's right. I just want Yeah, yeah. It's like, that'll be the last acting I ever do. But if that ever came as an opportunity, I would take it in a second. I would quit whatever I had to quit to do it. I'm there. I'm bailing. (laughs) So to be in that corral with the appreciation of the characters, (laughs) with Saw Gerrera, I have questions. (laughs) I have Borgullet questions. I have a whole notepad (laughs) of Borgullet questions. Fred Schneider's going to sing us a... Yeah, he's going to be spinning spinning discs in the back, you know. Spinning like, discs. He's DJing. He's singing. <laughs> that's right. He's doing. I mean, that's that's and Barbara Hershey. Come on, you come on. <laughs> a little eye candy thrown in there for you, you know. I mean, just a, just a picture of class and beauty. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, that's the corral to be in. If you ask me, I hear you. I understand. I'm just going to have to, you know, t- take Saw Gerrera under the cover of darkness to the Link Corral. <laughs> spring weast <laughs> and then and then we'd be then we'd be perfect yeah that is a surprise you didn't go uh hang out with diane weast in the link I, but man what a fucking bummer joaquin phoenix is you know <laughs> like i like i can't that's true as as great as weast is yeah he would just grow a beard and wear sunglasses and like sit hunched in the corner like not talking to anybody jim neighbors and joaquin phoenix <laughs> hey joaquin uh, you want some crudite uh, well, that's great. Did the people have a preferred corral? Oh, you know, I didn't ask that question. Oh, okay. I'm sure they do. Uh, I'm guessing it would have been Bailey. Throw it to us if you have one. If you, if you just because just... you know we're we're so connected, <laughs> me and the people. Right. And by the way, if you have one, tell us what it is because that was my fault. I didn't. Uh, oh no, that's okay. You know, I'm, I did, it was just something for us to have fun. Didn't with. take the extra initiative to to do that. But you're probably better off. Like you'll like long term hanging with Guinness and Kane. Oh, you're just going to be edified by. Yeah, that. I'm going to be happy as a pig in slop with those two guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're just going to keep giving wedgies to Mike Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good thing it's Mike Schmidt and not George Brett in that corral because <laughs> one thing I know is you do not want to try giving George Brett a wedgie. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Guy shits himself <laughs> often. 
Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. For those of you that don't remember <laughs> the George Brett story. <laughs> I don't know how you could forget. I mean, it's that's true. Such, it's not an easy one to forget. No, it's not. It's just gross. Well, there you have it. Now, we had one idea for one last, one last little thing to do here. Well, good, because I don't, I don't, I'm not, I can't. You're not done? We can't be done. You're not done? I can't. Okay. We're, it's, 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 it's the last one. It's too, too much love in the air. Too much goodness to be <laughs> All right, what we thought we would do. I need to mine this positivity and save it. Okay. All right. Start. For my, for my daily we'll life. Put on your, your hat with the light on the front and get ready That's to right. do some mine mining. <laughs> you goddamn right. <laughs> so what we thought we'd do is look back at the past two years of fantasy drafts. Right. And the final choices from those. And then... Pick a, an ultimate fantasy lineup. An ultimate. From the winners only of the last three, including this one. Okay. Fantasy drafts. This only occurs to me in this moment. What? But with that final cast, uh-huh. should we be erring on the side of a production we'd actually like to see and think would be good? Or should we be airing on, it's a crazy world we've created, fuck David Mamet, let's have some fun. <laughs> I think both are relevant. Uh, if, if, right. if, if as a criteria, you want to pick one and go in that direction, I'm fine with that. I think I'll probably do that, yeah. But we don't need to establish one for both of us, is what you're saying. Uh, we could. We certainly could do that, if, if that would yeah. make you feel better about it. I, I, mean, it just might, I just might need some direction. I hear you. But all right, I but you know you. what, I'll, just, I'll sit on it. All right. Well, we can like we can talk it out. Maybe as it develops, maybe we'll be like, "Oh, I see." So we're three we're three deep into our choices, and now it feels like a real production. Let's Great. go for the real one, or we're th- I love we're it. into it, and we're like, "Oh, this is a bunch of bullshit." Let's just keep having fun. Let's just keep having fun. Okay, yeah, you make a good point. Okay, good. Let's get into. All it. right, so for Spanel, the nominees are Jeff Bridges, uh, season one's nominee Bruce Willis, and the Glengarry Glen Ross minute nominee. Mandy Patinkin. So we got Mandy Patinkin, Bruce Willis, or Jeff Bridges. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going to be easy. That is a really... Yeah, because I'm... Right. Right. Yeah. Because they're the best of the best. That's right. I'm going to keep riding Jeff Bridges. I think I am too. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Well, that that was easy, wasn't (laughs) it? I I think the Jeff Bridges pick is, uh, is too good to pass up here. I agree with you. I, I, I agree. And and Willis, great. Yeah, and I was really high on Patinkin there for a moment. Like, when I first read Me the too. name, I was like, ooh, that's pretty damn good. Me too. Like, if we can't get Jeff Bridges, like, if Jeff Bridges is doing, you know, True Grit 2 or whatever. Right. Uh, Which there actually you know, was a, a sequel to True Grit. With, yeah, I knew, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Not very good. But yeah, I, I, I think Bridges is the obvious choice here. Great. I love it. Okay. Now we're moving on to Balin. This ought to be interesting. <laughs> Ooh. So for Balin, we've got this year's choice, Forrest Whitaker as Saul Guerrero. Uh, last year, oh, we had David Morse, big boomer. Remember oh, Boomer? I love yeah. David Morse. Yes. And then GGR Minute, we had Javier Bardem. <laughs> oh, such good Balin. <laughs> so you got your Forrest Whit- Whitaker as Saul Guerrero, your Javier right. Bardem, or your David Morse. You picture Saw Guerrero saying to Javier Bardem, Have you come here to kill me? <laughs> and Javier Bardem, <laughs> Javier Bardem saying, What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Oh, boy. Friendo. Friendo. Oof. Yeah. Shivers up my spine Friendo. when I hear that friendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's a tough one, baby. It really is. And I, I'm kind of leaning towards the, the quietest of the three, big old David Morse. 
Because yeah. I think he's like, uh, you know, do we want to like a show? If you're going to see the show, if you're really going yeah. to see the play, you want someone who's, who has that quiet, commanding yeah. presence. No, he does. And he's played a cop, what, 8,400 times? <laughs> right. Like it just, yeah. something about it works. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. All right. Got to go Morse on David this. Morse, how about that? All right, this is really shaping up to be quite a cast already. It is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. All right, now for Blake. This ought to be also interesting. We got uh, Little Darling Shirley Temple. <laughs> uh, last year's choice was Denzel Washington. And All right. <laughs> and from Glengarry, My man. from Glengarry Glen Ross Minute, Samuel L. Jackson. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think we can we can put Shirley Temple aside right <laughs> off the bat. Given I mean that's that's just very it's very clear that's what has yeah, to given happen. the context of the rest of the participants here. Right. So it's down to a Samuel L or a Denzel. Yeah, I know I mean I know who I want. I one of them is a incredibly talented actor and one of them is a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Wh- whose antics work well in some things and other things not so much. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah right. I'm going with Denzel a hundred times over. So I'm ta- yeah, I'm taking the chance that the clown isn't going to translate to Blake as well as a Denzel. Would. Right, I'm with you. Right, yeah, totally. Oh, that's really that's good stuff. Oh I mean, my god, it's so. Good. I mean, if you have, I love Samuel L. Jackson, but if you have a chance at Denzel, I no, mean, I love Samuel L. Jackson too. I'm you saying. take Denzel every time, right? I mean, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Link. Now, this should be where our like heavy hitting actors, like the real actors, are probably located. Like a Weast, you're exactly saying, like we you got your Diane uh-huh. Weast, <laughs> right? Uh, last year's selection, uh, Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. And two years ago, we selected uh, our greatest living actor, Mark Rylance. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, and this this is this is where we beat each other to a bloody pulp. <laughs> so it's Diane Weist, Bill Murray, and Mark Rylance. As much as I love Weist, you love Rylance at least. That I much. know this is crazy. Maybe more. Maybe it's a tough one. I mean, we're we're going to dismiss Bill Murray like right away. We're like, Bill, yeah, we love you. What's he even doing? There? <laughs> we love you, but you're just not right yeah, for this out, particular production that we're doing. Get have a seat. <laughs> Go 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 go! Act with a cartoon, ouch, babe. So it's <laughs> so it's a a weast or a rylance. It's a weast or a rylance. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe this, it's maybe yeah, we come back boy. to this one. What do you, what do things you, just got real serious? Should, should we come back to this one? We'll see how the rest I, of the I cast think, measures yeah, up. Let, and then all right, we'll, yeah, and then maybe we can make this choice based on who's playing Roma or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, good. Okay, so we'll move on to Williamson, and our choices are John Lithgow. Right. Uh, last year, we chose a brother of Ron Howard, Clint Howard. Clint Howard? <laughs> Make a fine Williamson. And uh, in Glengarry Glenhouse Minute, we chose Stephen Root. Oh, Stephen Root. So Stephen Root, Clint Howard, or John Lithgow. And I like Stephen I, Root still. I do, too. You I'm do all over oh, Stephen Root nice. on this one. This is nice. Yeah, I love Stephen Root. That's fantastic. I think he'd be terrific. All right, that was easy, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to Arano. Uh, the nominees would be David Paymer from this year, 
Uh, uh-huh. Last year we went with Peter Falk. Right. And from Glengarry Glenn and Ross Minute, John C. Riley. Hamer, Falk, Falk, and John C. Riley. Or Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Man, not, nothing's really jumping out at me like like other corrals. <laughs> Pamer. Yeah, Peter Falk or John C. Riley. Falk. Now, Riley. I will note that John C. Riley was <laughs> your choice and the choice of Twitter. I ch- that year I chose, of course, for Arano, Sylvester Stallone. Well, so I just <laughs> want to point that out. <laughs> well, I don't see how any of that's relevant. <laughs> well, given Congressman, I'm going to ask you to stick to the matter at hand. <laughs> given these three guys, I'm I'm sticking with Pamer. I have to tell you. Yeah, I mean, I'm nearly there myself. I mean, Paul, Falk would be my second choice. Falk is a good choice, but not better than Pamer. And John C. Riley is not. I mean, John as good as John Pamer C. Riley can't even uh, can't even pronounce Meshuggah. <laughs> I mean, what, <laughs> what what are we talking about here? I mean, it's hurtful. That's hurtful. That's just downright hurtful. I I come in here. I get I get treated by I get that's how I meet Gestapo tactics. I meet Gestapo tactics. I meet Gestapo tactics. It's not bad, but maybe not exactly what we're looking for. Yeah, I mean, with the rest of this cast, with Denzel Washington right. leading it off, right. I mean, come on. All right, all right, Pamer. Pamer it is. All right, David Pamer. Moving on to Moss. Now we get to three to three big big hitters here. Oof, oof. All right, so this year's choice, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Uh, last year we went with Nick Nolte. <laughs> you tried to steal it from Simmons. Right. And then Nolte, you say? Nick Nolte, that's right. Oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully we have something good coming up in the other one. Uh, and and from uh, Glengarry Glen Ross Minute, we had Gene Hackman. Oh, man. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's either Simmons or Hackman. Really? Right? You uh, Who was the other guy? I, didn't, I forgot ah, that. Oh, <laughs> Nick Nolte. You're just going to do me like that. <laughs> just going to fucking just, like, I don't deserve a place in the corral. Yes. Stop telling me. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. It's a hard pill swallow. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you can swallow anything with that throat. <laughs> <laughs> Not easily, anyway. That's hurtful. <laughs> I, I love a Nick Nolte, but you're right. You're probably. I right. mean, he is the Prince of Tides, after all. But I mean, come on, he's been great in so many things. Yeah, he has. He has. I mean, yeah, he was. He was. You know, you know, you really don't. I get a sense that you you think he's a little overrated. Maybe not not your cup of Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what my problem is. I don't remember. Like it's like an, he's like a he's like my mom with Alzheimer's. Like or I remember the recent bad times where we struggled, <laughs> and I don't. I can't remember the old good, good old times when everything was. Now still, he says I'm like his mom with Alzheimer's. I can't remember the good old days when things were really good. You know what I mean? I mean blue chips yeah I mean, 48 hours yeah the guy's fantastic down and out in beverly hills down and out in beverly hills another great yeah one. uh but okay but okay in the yeah he is he is slightly usurped by the other two gentlemen here yes i would yeah, say slightly it's not it's not a yeah, stomp slightly yeah. it's close yeah yeah for sure <sighs> all right so recap them again for okay, me jk simmons simmons nolte nolte gene hackman hackman Hackman, it's got to be. Hackman. I agree with you. I don't even know why. I don't know why I hesitate. I agree with you. I, I just, yeah, Hackman is. It just, I mean, as good as those other two are, uh, they're not Hackman. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah, I think Hackman is uh, would be incredible. All right, good. Moving on to Shelley. We got uh, Alec Guinness. Hey, how about right. that? Right. Good. Great choice. Great choice. <laughs> uh, Robert Duvall. No, Bobby Duvall. Shit. Or F. Mary Abraham. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. 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 I, 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 can I just, should I just say yeah, it? say it. I, I go Guinness. Really? Yeah, I go Guinness. Wow, over Bobby Duvall. Over Bobby Duvall, that's right. Wow. All right. That's I love Bobby Duvall. I know we all do, and he's a terrific with actor. all of my goddamn heart. Yeah, yeah. How about you? I'm torn. You yeah, it's, well that's the whole point. It's tough. I mean I love them all. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Right, here. exactly. <laughs> we're being torn. I'm torn more the other direction between your F. Murray and your Robert Duvall, I think. Well, I knew you would yeah. be. I knew yeah, I knew you would. Yeah, be. even though Alec Guinness is was my choice this year and the guy I would want to go your, sit re- with him. your most recent choice. Yeah, and the guy I want to go sit in the corral with him and Michael Caine. Um, if you were, if you were willing to go with a Duvall, I could make that happen. <laughs> I mean, it's, he, he seems like a, if you're going to default to a, an angular bony Meshuggahs, <laughs> I'm going to stay with my Guinness guy. I mean, I, I could, I, it's tough. It's really tough, but I might lean to a Duvall over a Guinness. I have to say. Yeah. Okay. Just because. Okay. Just because he's got. I mean, uh, it's really hard. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like yeah. It's Duvall is here. Guinness, right? Yeah. There. It's is it's it, so close. You know? It's millimeters apart. You know what I mean? But exactly. All three exactly. of them to me are. And I think I think the one thing that puts Robert Duvall over the top, and this is going to sound a little funny, is that he's an American, and that this is a distinctly American play. Um. And it has sort of that American vibe, and I feel like I want—I'll go with someone that. who's an who yeah. understands that whole thing. And boy, what what a Shelley he'd be! Oh yeah, he'd be great. I mean, yeah, that is just yeah, yeah. that's gonna be great. Okay, good. Uh, now we got Roma, the last one. This was easy. Oh, and then we got to go back. <laughs> we got to go back to Link. I forgot about that. We still have yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not so easy. Okay, Roma. <laughs> For Roma, we got uh, this year's choice: Paul Newman. Right. Last year we went with Harrison Ford, and hmm. uh, interesting for GGR minute we had Tom Cruise. Real. So these are some heavy hitters we got here. I mean, <laughs> uh, Harrison Ford, uh, three of the biggest movie stars ever, probably. Yeah, for sure. Paul Newman, Harrison Ford, and Tom Cruise, for sure. The box office uh, now, these guys will bring us. I mean, and that's the right role for the for the for the marquee star. That's right, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yep. Uh, geez, that's tough. But I, I, I'm, I am definitely. I have yes, <laughs> I have settled on a gentleman. I think I have too. You have? I think so. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. Huh? Uh-huh. And I, it's interesting. I, I'm. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if we're going to agree or not. But I know who I, I'm leaning towards right I, now. Well, all right. So we either got to say it at the same time, or one of us has to say it first. Okay. <laughs> I'll say this to you. Okay. Let's make some jazz. <laughs> that's my absolute there choice there you go <laughs> we are going on a cruise baby <laughs> oh the box office just went up immensely i mean 
Oh my god! Get 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 those guys on the phone to give us some money. So did the to make so did this? the the onset crazy <laughs> yeah, just went that's up. Right. But at least he uh, he sticks to COVID protocols. I don't know if you saw that <laughs> recently. He had a bit of a tantrum over the COVID protocols on the latest Mission Impossible movie. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he he had a big. Uh, uh, th- I thought he'd be immune. <laughs> I mean, I'm being totally 100% serious. I thought, like, nothing's going to happen to Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, he, he had a big, uh, you know, because he's also, like, he's now executive producer of these Mission Impossible movies, and he keeps churning right. them out. Right. And he had a huge problem with people on the latest shoot not following pro- uh, COVID protocols. They weren't in our country. They were some. I don't remember where they were shooting, somewhere around the world. Uh, but he had, a, there's a, I guess there's a video of him screaming at people. So that's fun. Well, that is fun. I can't wait to look that yeah. up. All right, now we got to go back to Link. I love Tom Cruise yelling at people, which is why he'd make a great Roman. <laughs> That's exactly right. That was like yeah. his audition. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so now we're down to the, the choice of Diane Weist, and uh, we're going to dismiss Bill Murray at this point. And Diane Weist yeah, or Mark Rylance. I mean, like we're very, we're very dude heavy. <laughs> we are. Here, and that's fine. That's just that's the soil we were grown in. It just ha- it's how it goes. But if I'm being totally honest, my my undying love for Diane Weist aside, it's got to be Rylance with the rest of these guys. <laughs> it's got to be. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that this is a blockbuster cast. I mean, this is dynamite. This is the greatest cast ever assembled. It, it, it is pretty darn good. And the fact that it was Find me a better cast. assembled so haphazardly and randomly <laughs> makes it pretty amazing. No, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's like it was it was cloaked in bullshit. <laughs> but it, but at the heart of it was something very dynamically amazing. It's the Andy Dufresne of casts. <laughs> it crawled through a mile of shit yeah. and came out clean After on the, the other shit side. Crawl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yes, let's, came out clean on the other side. Standing, in, this is our cast standing in the rainstorm <laughs> after shit crawling. Let's recap the the ultimate cast here. Spanel, please. Spanel is Jeff Bridges. Never looked. Never did anyone look better in a turtleneck. Balin, David Morse. Morse. Never was there a guy who played a cop more. Right. Blake, Denzel Washington. Never was there a guy who isn't the coolest guy ever in every scene. Link, Mark Rylance. I mean, uh, as you've said many times, our greatest American actor. Greatest living actor. That's right. Greatest living actor. Williamson. Stephen Root. Stephen Root. Uh, the chameleon himself. Right. The man who can be anything. That's right. Uh Arano, David Pamer. Pamer. Finally. Right. Finally, we get Pamer being sympathetic. That's right. Moss. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, one of the all-time greats. I don't know, he's on the Mount Rushmore of actor. He's, he's, he's the, one of totally. the best. Shelley is Robert Duvall. Also on that Mount Rushmore, yeah, du- Duval, uh, and also the original Teach in uh, uh, American that's Buffalo. That's right, in American yeah. Buffalo. That's right, yeah. And finally, Roma, the one and only Crazy Tom Cruise. Crazy Tom, <laughs> Crazy Tom. <That's> right. <laughs> Let's make some jets. <laughs> I mean, that is wow. That is cool. I mean, I'm just and look, we have our prime time players, we have our role players. But they're all solid. That's right. Like if you're if you have a small role of a cop and you're giving it to David Morse, you know you're not doing much better than that. That's right. And Mark Rylance, 
like just showing up and making faces and going, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh. I mean, who's better than that? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> no, nobody's better than that. <laughs> I mean, even, and Gene Hackman's like, you know, third or fourth in the on the on the marquee you know what i mean i mean that's star power which is crazy yeah, yeah that's i mean jesus yeah amazing wow wow look at what we've done no we have to make this happen we gotta is there anybody who's dead on that list no they're all still alive we can do this we could still do yeah. it i mean we don't have long no no gene hackman's gonna struggle I, I, we're gonna have to roll hackman out on a trolley <laughs> of some I mean, kind there may need to be some cgi de-aging <laughs> involved or something but. yeah i mean well, you can youngify anybody that's now. right yeah it's easy that's right? right you can yeah if we've learned anything from the irishman <laughs> it's that you know an 80 year old guy does not look the least bit uh frail or goofy <laughs> kicking the shit out of a guy on a street corner there's nothing. It looks perfectly natural. It's it's an embarrassment. <laughs> but what can you do? Really, I watched that movie again recently, and I noticed. Why did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Why <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> I wanted to see if I still felt the same way about it. That it was just like meh, you know. And yeah. and when he does that scene where he where he beats up the guy <laughs> in the store because he yeah. said something to his daughter or whatever. Right, right, right. There's a part where he like breaks the wind. Like he goes inside and he like. <laughs> He goes inside and supposedly like throws the guy out the window, right? Out the glass doors. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that yeah. part. And if you watch it closely, I, and I wasn't really watching it closely, but I just noticed it because it was so obvious that the, the glass of the doors like explodes like three seconds before the guy comes crashing out of the door. Wow. Yeah. So it wow. was totally like, you know, a, just a made up, you know. Obviously, right. it's a movie, so they're not really throwing yeah, a sure. guy. Although in the old days, they probably would have thrown a guy out a glass door. Yeah, just hurl yourself through this glass yeah, here. stuntman guy. That's what a- you do. Actor yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was, uh, you know, the, the de-aging is not the worst of the special effects <laughs> in that movie. Now, you said, I have to say, you said <laughs> when he breaks the wind and then you stop. <laughs> you were obviously ready to say window, but it got my head to thinking... <laughs> how flatulent was that 70-year-old asshole during his little stomping scene? Don't, just keep rolling. Don't worry about that. We'll we'll edit that out later. We'll fix yeah, it no, in post. We're not even picking that up, Robert. I promise. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, if only we had been able to cast flatulent Robert De Niro in our ultimate cast. <laughs> flatulent De Niro. <laughs> Uh, well that was a great way to end this whole shenanigan we are going out (laughs) we are going out we are yeah it was a great you know i've said it a bunch but it was a great last episode but yeah (laughs) (laughs) for now the last one for now there'll be a great first episode coming soon oh for sure but i mean you know we can we'll put that aside and we'll you know Today is for for respecting the last what five years? Oh no, it wasn't that long. I mean, four years. Well, maybe it was I mean, f- since we started the very yeah, first. I guess it was one. four years we did. Yeah, it's all it's all a composite. Yeah, it was two years of okay. of Glengarry Glen Ross minutes, and then a a year basically for each season of Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. So yeah, four years. Yeah, so four years. It's a long time to be talking <laughs> about. You know, one one play slash movie. You know, right. It is a long time. Yeah. 
and we are now. So what you're saying is good riddance. <laughs> I mean, it'll always be there, right? Like I'll always be quoting Glengarry Glen Ross, you know, and and thinking about it and saying, you know, offhandedly, yeah. to people, what are you doing here or whatever, you know? As I mean? will I, yeah. It's 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 too much a part of yeah, our life. Yeah, out there tonight. I mean, how many times am I going to say that for the rest of my life? A million, you know what I mean? So right, right. Yeah. Um. And there'll be no stopping it on whatever it is we do next. There's going to be. It just it's it's Pavlovian. Yeah, it'll sneak its way in there for sure. I can't. Yeah, somebody will say the word strategy, <laughs> and then all bets are off. <laughs> That's right. You know. Yeah. It's, That's just how my mind works. It's now. true. It's true. It's been conditioned. Yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't give that up for anything. But uh, we're going to try to talk about some other That's stuff. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, but it's been a fun ride. I can tell you that. God damn it, this was it fun. was really fun. And then the the experiments on both sides. You know, first Glengarry Glen Ross minute, which you know I have, I again hats off to you for forcing me to do it. And I never thought <laughs> I never thought we'd get through it, and we did. We certainly did. Yeah, and then you know we just took uh, we got done with that, and we said, well, let's just keep doing it, but we'll just make something up. And hat, hats off to you. You made me do that yeah. one. <laughs> So that's and good. It was fun. It was really fun. It was yeah. fun. It was really fun. And we hope you've enjoyed it too, our dear friends out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting all, getting all. It's like someone chopping onions in here. What's <laughs> uh, why? Why do I feel like this? Uh, it's emotional. Feelings are hard. Bill. They are. They are. It's okay. Let it out, Zumbo. Let it out. This all is right. the place or, to no, do. No, I just uh, very, very thankful for it and for you and for the thing. And it was great. It was great. Thank you, and thank you especially to the people for listening to us uh yeah i mean uh, without them it's not it's not a podcast that's right we're not i mean we're, we could do this it's just two guys uh, talking we're just talking we're just talking we could do that what on our own but the, what makes it special is that people listen to it and interact with us and, and and share in our love for the movie and joking about it and our weird feelings about david mamet and all that kind of stuff that's right yeah. that's and right. that's what makes it special to me it yeah. is so you got anything else for this uh, podcast here, Zumbo? Well, just, no, last call at the rest. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Last call for last. Mugu Guy Pan. <laughs> All right. What? You have to make it racist <laughs> the last. What? We were at the rest. We're at the <laughs> Chinese <laughs> restaurant. They serve Mugu Guy Pan. What is that? I know. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it was appropriate, not racist. That's if, uh, all right. I mean, we should go out how we started. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm just mad at you. <laughs> So it's n- nice, nicely bookended. <laughs> but yeah, last call of the rest is killing me. It's breaking my heart. It's going to be great, though. It is. Yeah. Yeah. We will be back soon. Um, I don't know when we're going to let that cat out of the bag. We we probably should have talked about it before we <laughs> hit the record well, let's, button. Uh, today, we, can we just say we'll uh, we'll release a zero episode explaining the nonsense, the new nonsense in this feed, and then... Yeah, yeah, I guess we could do that too. Yeah, we could. We could just do that. So just you know, yeah, don't don't change any settings or yeah, anything. Don't delete and it we'll, yet, and uh, and if and we'll explain some stuff. And maybe we will do a, an announcement on Twitter. So if you follow us on Twitter, you can see it there too. But if you're just listening, we'll we'll shoot out uh, a, a zero episode, an announcement episode on this feed. That's so right. So you can get it there as well. That's right. Perfect. Great idea. And uh, retweets won't kill you. So <laughs> that's right. Boom. Hopefully, uh, you'll enjoy the new one as much as you hopefully enjoyed this one, if you did. That's right. Well, thanks again, everybody. Wow. It's been absolutely a pleasure. And uh, 
Well, yeah, last call. Guys. Last, last call. Last we'll call. see you soon, I guess is what I'm going to say. That's right. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play?